Hello and welcome to today's episode of Tranquil Awakenings with me, Debbie Ison. On today's episode, I will be speaking with Joe Tinson, who is the lead singer of the Thought Hooligans. We're going to be discussing spirituality, positivity, and how Joe keeps writing to some rather unusual people. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Thank you ever so much for being here today. So we've known each other now for a few years and I met you through your sister. So That's your right. sister had a child that was the same age as one of my children mm -hmm. and she went to the preschool to do the drop-offs and we became friends. That's right. And it was from there that she said, meet Debbie, go and do your Reiki training. Yes. So that's how we that's met. That's how we met. I remember the first time I saw you, it was um, around bonfire night. Hayley, was, my sister, was having a, a gathering of girls. Mm -hmm. We were all there. We'd not met myself and you. Um, but I remember during the night going into the living room and you were sat there and there was another girl sat and she looked petrified and you were on your knees and you were holding a hand and you were looking directly at it. It didn't matter what else was going on in the room. You were focused completely on her. And I remember sort of looking over at you and thinking, oh, what's going on there? You know, and I left, went in the kitchen and I said, you know, is, is your friend all right, the, the girl that you were talking to? And Hayley says, oh, yeah, but she's really scared of fireworks. Obviously, it was that time of year, so they were going on. She'd got herself a little bit worked up and you were there doing it. And I remember going home thinking, wow, you know, this lady's come out for a night out and there she is completely focused on this girl that's having a, a trauma, mm -hmm. you know, helping her. And I thought, you know, what a lovely, lovely lady. And then I remember talking to Hayley, my sister, a, a bit later on, you know, a few weeks, months later, and we were talking about spiritual healing and different things. And she went, you need to see my mate Debbie. <laughs> so that's when, I, you know, you go on Facebook and you have a look. And lo and behold, you're doing a Reiki course. Yes. And it was like, right, this is it. I'm, I'm coming along. So that's that's like the first time we met properly yeah. when you when you guided me through my uh, my level one. Amazing. I'd forgotten about that night at your sister's. Yeah. Um, I'm always doing this. It seems to be wherever I go mm. for any time for socialising or relaxing. Yeah. I seem to end up doing some sort of work at yes. some point during the day or evening. Yeah, so. you're like an angel. You do, you're just going around <laughs> and it, it's like you're taking care of everybody around, you know. It's just, just a wonderful, wonderful way to be, as long as you take care of yourself. Thank you. And I think that's something I've really had to focus on at the moment, that taking care of myself, because I know that. Mm -hmm. But when you get busy, it's quite easy to forget. And I think since Pete became self-employed, because obviously it takes time to build a client base. Absolutely. I've been working a lot of extra hours to cover mm -hmm. the household income yeah. because it was a lot of money to sort of lose from his steady job. Mm -hmm. And I noticed how tired I was becoming. And then last week I got a stomach bug and I yeah. never really get ill. It's mm. very rare that I get ill. Or if I do, it's just slightly under the weather and I recover really quickly now yes. because I look after myself. Yeah. And I was actually poorly for the best part of a week. Mm. And so I thought, oh, do you know what? I really need to get that back into practice again. Make sure I'm exercising, yes. making sure I'm eating well, doing my energetic hygiene, mm -hmm. my meditation, all those self-care things. Yes, so absolutely. I'm, I'm very glad that you've brought that up as a reminder for yes, me as well. Yes, it is. You can't look after everybody if you're not taking care of yourself, exactly. first and foremost. That's... And I think that's the thing with the Reiki, isn't it? One of the first Reiki things that we look at is that all healing is self-healing yes. and it all starts with the self so we can't necessarily help somebody else unless no. we're in a position 
Absolutely. to be able to do that if we've got enough energy and resources within us. So. Absolutely. And it was the universe telling you last week, it gave you that tummy ache to make you stop. <laughs> you know that. You know that. Quite wish you hadn't <laughs> given me the vomiting though as well. Yeah, but never I mean, mind. yeah. next time universe, you know, tell me about it. It won't be a next time because yeah, no, you're on. So I've learnt my lesson now. Yes. I've had that reminder. But isn't life great? Because it is just all about learning lessons. Absolutely. And, and unlearning certain things and just seeing the world for for what it is exactly. you know just it's an amazing place amazing place i mean I, I sort of think to myself i'm so blessed i am so grateful that i'm here at this time experiencing life mm -hmm. even you know even though there, there, there is doom and gloom and there's there's the, the, you know horrible things but if you don't focus on that replace the fear with love raise the vibrations the the world is is amazing. It really is and I think that's so important what you've said and that's obviously coming back to one of the Reiki principles that we focus on gratitude. Yes. And I was watching, when I was poor last week, I was watching lots of Darren Brown um, shows and there was right. one of them, I don't know if you've ever seen it, where he went and put a lucky dog in a village and it oh, was just right. a dog statue. Right. And he got this presenter to start a rumour that it was a lucky dog and something remarkable happened that as the people really started to focus on being lucky and mm. having positive experiences, they started to get more lucky yeah. and have more positive outcomes. I'd recommend watching it. It's mm. on um, Channel 4, you know, on the catch-up thing. Right, I will. But I think what you said is so important there. That, do mm. you know what? Life is full of opportunities. Yes. Life is full of lots of wonderful things, particularly if we put our focus on that. That's it. And I think what we put our focus on creates our reality. Absolutely. Totally, totally agree. I mean, if there's two ways of looking at something, why would you look at the, the, the negative? Um, Kathy O'Brien, she, she's got wonderful sayings. I love her. Uh, one of hers is, don't present a negative without a solution. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, th there's, al there's always two ways of looking at something. Absolutely. I mean, I, I used to get a little bit, when I used to work for um, an estate agent in town, I <laughs> uh, loved the job, but I'd have to go from here, there and everywhere. And the time they gave you in the, in the car wasn't long enough to get there. Mm -hmm. And I used to fret at first. Yeah. But then I thought, no, I'm going to go along. If the lights turn red, rather than be panicking and looking at my watch, I'd think, okay, I've stopped now. I'd have a look out the window and I'm like, well, look at those wildflowers over there. I wouldn't have seen them. Or, oh, look at that woman over there with that nice dress on. Mm -hmm. Took time to actually see what's going on here and now. Not thinking about where I'm going, just taking a moment. And now, like, if I'm going through traffic lights and I get stopped, I do exactly the same. If I have a green light, I'll say, thank you. <laughs> I do that all the time. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, but I also think, you know, well, th if I do get stopped, there's a reason for it. I'm not going to get cross Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. You know, because it's... you don't know, like, that momentary difference in time, mm -hmm. that could perhaps be preventing you from being in a car crash. Absolutely. Or somebody else having some sort of accident. Absolutely. So I do think it's seeing those blessings and opportunities yes. in everything that happens to us absolutely i mean i i take every day now every day when i get up i'm i'm so grateful i didn't used to be mm -hmm. i mean it's taken me a, a, a while to get to this point but now it's every day is what you know i wake up i've got a beautiful view out my, it's only sky clouds mm -hmm. tops of trees and a, a church but i look at it and then i hear the birds and i, I could be one of those things, oh i've got to go to work now i work <laughs> in in retail but i don't mm -hmm. i i think Right, I've got another day today, another opportunity. Somebody might walk through that door that I'm gonna is gonna be a lesson or a blessing. You yes. know, it's and I have had people come into the shop and I will make friends with them and I will hug. Sometimes it's all like I know this sounds really strange, but you know, I really feel like I want to give you a hug, you know, and they're like, 
yeah, that's fine. You know, mm -hmm. some of them are more grateful than others. It's a don't. I don't push myself yeah. on anybody. But I do feel I'd get that with some people. And I had a, a, a particular chap that came in and he wasn't very well. Um, and I'd give him a hug and he would come in and he'd have, you know, lots of chats. Mm -hmm. Then he started bringing me little little cards with quotes on, which was lovely. Aww. And then, then he started bringing some chocolates. And I'm thinking, you know, oh, he's not got any many friends and family around. If he wants to do that, that's fine. I said to him, you don't need to give me gifts. I will, you know, I am your friend. We will speak. He kept doing this. And I knew he loved music because he would send me music because mm -hmm. I gave him my phone number. Mistake. Um, I actually he invited me round to his um, just to sit and have a look at his house and sit and sing some songs. Uh -huh. So I went round, I went to this house and I thought, oh, this is strange, I've been here before. And I'd been there with my previous husband and done right. some plumbing and heating work there. Okay. So, so we sat and we're singing things on YouTube and it was great. And then he started sending more messages and coming in more often. And I'm thinking, okay. And maybe I need to set some boundaries yeah. up. So I, you know, I, I stepped back a bit and mm -hmm. I says, look, I am here for you, but you, you know, this is your journey. I'm here beside you. You know, I, I'm there when you need me. And I got this really nasty, nasty message from him. Mm. Um, where were you when I needed you? Where were you when this and this and that? And he had to go to hospital. He's, you know, he wasn't very well. Mm -hmm. I was sending him, sending love and protection and, you know, all the nice things. But he some, somehow got in the point that I wasn't there for him. Okay. And I said, okay. I then said, um, I know a, a wonderful chap, Rick Paul, who we both yeah. know. <laughs> um, so I gave him his number and said, have a, have a chat. You know, maybe there's mm -hmm. something there. Rick did speak to him and felt that he needed other help. Yeah. Um, and then I, I met, sent him a message about you. Right. And I said, I said, you know, maybe some Reiki would be yeah. good. I, my Reiki master is amazing. I mean, I was level two. I'd done level two, mm -hmm. so I could have done it, but I didn't personally feel that it was for me to do or I was, I shouldn't say this because words do influence. I didn't feel at that point I was good enough yep. to, to help him. So I sent a message, my Reiki master, she's wonderful. Again, another time. I don't need anybody to do this for me. And really, you know, mm -hmm. and I just thought, right, okay. So I, I, I cut it off there and I said to him, look, you know, it's been wonderful knowing you, but it's got to stop. Yeah. Um, a few days later, he came back in the shop and he, he said, I'm really sorry. He says, I, I thought you might call the police. And I thought, well, why would I call the police? You know, that's a really <laughs> odd thing to say. Yeah. And I said, oh, I wouldn't do that. I said, they probably wouldn't come anyway. Mm -hmm. And he went, wouldn't they? Like that, and oh. then I thought, oh no, I don't like this now. I don't no. like this now. So I had to completely tell him no. You know, I yeah. accepted his apology, but I realised I couldn't help him. You yes. know, and it was the first time I'd ever had to learn that lesson because a lot of the time I let people in, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden something crazy goes on, and all of a sudden I'm in the middle of a, a load of nonsense. Yeah. You know, and I thought, no, I can see what's coming now, so had mm -hmm. to stop it. I did see him go by a few times. He actually um, contacted Ashley, my son, oh. Ashley, because I'd mentioned yeah. that Ashley had written his book. Yeah. Um, which he did a podcast with Ashley yeah, a, few a few weeks, weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, He's oh, lovely. He's amazing. I'm <laughs> so proud. I'm so proud of all my children. Mm -hmm. But Ashley and his book, what a brave it's thing amazing to do to talk about his... Uh, his battle but what an important journey as well and Absolutely. I've had people contacting me since the podcast thanking me for that podcast and just saying how inspirational he yes. is and what a big help that podcast was yeah because 
they felt like he described how you feel when you feel like I don't belong what's my purpose what's yes. going on but you can move through that absolutely absolutely mm. I mean he actually because of his his book and the podcast as well he's had a lot of people come to him and you know he's so grateful for that and he can see that he only has to listen or mm -hmm. give a few words and they can see that they take that away and they they get not better completely, but it's another little piece of the puzzle to yeah. help them. And I just think it's wonderful. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel myself, I'm not, I don't know. If, if you have to say, you know, who are you? I, I'm this person on this amazing journey. Uh -huh. I feel like that I just want to bring love. Sometimes I feel like I'm going to pop <laughs> with so much love inside of me. I just want to, to throw it out there. You know, and I see people, you know, walking in the streets with their head in the phone, the weight of the world on mm -hmm. the shoulders. So I make a point of every day, if I, I'm walking a lot, I was, good morning. Or, you know, if somebody comes, what a wonderful dress you've got on. Or just a little compliment to, to strangers. It makes and such it, a big difference. Because I think what we forget is we're all connected. Yes. We're all energetically connected. We're all atoms and molecules that all interact with mm -hmm. each other. And how we interact with the world around us is the world that we get exactly and that most people are pretty nice to me but I think that's because I'm a nice person yes and I tend to interact like that and I, but I think what you've said really resonated me with there as well that we can't necessarily help everybody mm -hmm. not everybody wants to be helped not everybody's ready to be helped mm -hmm. and sometimes it's not necessarily our place and I think it's getting that fine line isn't it of making sure our boundaries are respected yes and I'm like you. I go around saying hello to everyone, being friendly to everybody. Mm. And not everybody takes that in the right way. No. Sometimes people think I'm, I don't know, being overly familiar or overly yes. friendly. Or they're like, why is this lady smiling at me and chatting to me yeah. about things? Yeah. But I think most people take it well. But yes. it's just getting that balance, isn't it? And I think that's probably mm -hmm. something that both you and I have had to learn along oh, the way. I've learned it quite, quite <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of times. I mean, my, my partner, Rick, I mean, he's he's wonderful. He mm -hmm. he does ground me. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people have said, oh, you know, you're, you're mental, you are. You know, you, you, you're away with the fairies. You, and, and I sort of think, well, if this is mental, I'm quite happy to be mental, yes. actually. You know, it's, it's my world and I'll have mm -hmm. it as that. But he, Rick has said to me, you know, you, you do have to be careful with some people because if you if you say to a, a chap, you know, oh, you know, can I give you a hug or you say hello, <laughs> you know, some, some blokes are going to think, oh, I'm in here. Do you yeah, know what I mean? That just doesn't occur to <clears> me <throat> because <throat> I've got so many male friends yes. and I just get on with, I get on with everybody. Yeah. Anybody that wants to get on with me and is fine, then mm. I'm fine with them. Yes. But I forget that other side of it. And yeah. um, sometimes I, yeah, I'm just quite oblivious of the, those sort of perceptions yeah. or whatever. So, And then it's awful when somebody sort of says that to you because you think, oh, no, I didn't. I wasn't meaning it like that. Yeah. You know, and you think, why, why should I apologise and correct myself for my natural behaviour? But we just have to be mindful of it's, it's such how others see it. It's such a difficult balance, isn't it? It is. To get. And I think that's where I find it hard sometimes of treading that sort of fine line between what's the social norm and socially acceptable yes. and what's being authentically myself yes. and how I can be my authentic self whilst also fitting in fitting with the confines the of society. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, Ricky will say things, you can't do that. I think, <laughs> yeah, actually, I can, you yeah. know. But, uh, but no, I just think 
the world's wonderful. We should treat everybody as we would like to be treated ourselves. And like you say, we're, we're, we are all connected. You know, everyone is a reflection. And the more I've learned that recently, um, if, if I have a discussion with somebody and they say something and all of a sudden I think, oh, that, that's an attack or, oh, I don't like that feeling I've just got from what you've said mm -hmm. there. Whereas before, I'd have got quite upset about it. Oh, why don't they like me? What did they say that for? Yeah. Now I think, okay, that's triggered something in me. What has that triggered? Why mm -hmm. has that done that to me? And I can either think, actually, yes, they're right. Maybe I should change my way of thinking. Or more often than not, it's actually, no, you've just convinced me that what I was saying is right. And that it sort of encourages me to carry on yeah. the way I'm going. So, and I think that's something I really noticed about you as soon as you came and did your Reiki 1, and obviously you've done your Reiki 2 since, mm. was straight away you embraced that idea of self-healing, about learning, about growing, mm. and recognising, do you know what, if somebody holds a mirror up to us in their actions or behaviour, what is it that we either still need to heal in ourselves, yes. or what are they portraying that we don't perhaps like about ourselves that needs yep. that healing and clearing? Mm. And you've ran with that, and I love that. And I mean, I'm still, I'm still learning. There are still triggers that get me, and mm -hmm. I am still learning. I remember my auntie; she she gave me some healing. Um, I, I went there. It was Reiki, mm -hmm. and we had some crystals as well. And it was the first time I'd experienced it. So she she was doing what she was doing. I felt wonderful. And then when when we'd finished, she went out to get me some water, and all of a sudden, I just burst into tears. I had no idea why I burst into tears. I mean, now I know it was releasing. <laughs> releasing the negatives and she came in and she said um you know oh yeah have some water and I says oh I'm sorry you know about the tears she says don't you know there's nothing to be sorry about she says why why do you feel you know that you might be crying and I remember saying to her I just want to find that happy little girl again Aww. and it I, that was me the happy little girl that was me I think as I'd grown up society life had encased me in lots of different worries, you know, oh, have I got enough food to feed the kids this week? Oh, have I got enough money for the uniform? Have I, you know, am I doing all right for everybody else? Yeah. And all these worries were on top of me. I'd forgotten the, the beautiful essence mm -hmm. of myself. I haven't now. No, I definitely you know, not. I definitely and have I not And I certainly recognise that when we had um, our last ladies' night, oh, yeah. um, I noticed that there was a really strong beat of music going through the floor in the intervals. Yes. And I was like, Joe, come here, because yeah. I know that you very much embrace that inner child like yes. I do. And we laid ourselves on the middle of the dance floor, <laughs> and people must have thought we were crazy. We spread ourselves out, arms like yeah. we were making angel wings yeah. in the snow. And we felt the music Absolutely. going through our body, and we watched the cascade of lights across the, yeah. like, the ceiling. Absolutely. And then the ladies dancing around, and we were like handbags, weren't we, <laughs> on the dance floor. <laughs> But I, I, I just remember thinking, where else can you do this? You know, who, who else could you be around? You know, it was just, uh, it just made amazing, magical, you know. And I, I didn't care if anyone looked and thought, mm -hmm. oh, you weirdo, what are you doing? And I think, you're a weirdo for not doing it too. Come and have a go, you And know? I think we get so bogged down in what other people think about yeah. us sometimes. We don't do what we enjoy. And I know we've just had a few days ago obviously that horrendous rain and it's it's caused mm. loads of devastation to lots of people but at the back of our property we've got a drainage ditch right. and now the neighbours have said in 26 years it's never got as high as that but it got very very high and I started to think oh this mm. is getting a little bit dicey here um 
so I was going to sort of start picking up everything off the floor and then the power went out. Oh. So there was no lights and it was dark. So I found some candles. I thought, do you know what? I can either get stressed about this mm. or I can see it as quite magical. Yeah. So watching the candles flicker, me and the children, we went and got board games out. And we couldn't really see these board games. No. We played charades. We had a lovely time. And then when the power came on, picked up everything. But it was that sort of surrender of, okay, I can't control what's going on. Mm -hmm. So just relax and I'll be proactive when I can. Yes. But then the next day when everything had cleared, I felt a massive relief, obviously. I'd came down at four o'clock in the morning, noticed the house wasn't flooded. Excellent. The electricity was back on. And then when I looked out in the morning, that drainage ditch had started to recede the water in it. Wonderful. But when I went out, I was walking along the driveway. Now, as you know, I've got a very long sort of dirt track as a driveway. Mm -hmm. And it was just covered in water. And I thought, do you know what? As a child... I would have loved this. Yeah. I would have got my wellies on and I'd have gone splashing. Yes, it. absolutely. But we don't do that. So I put my wellies on and I almost did like a second take of looking around myself first, like, is anybody watching? <laughs> and I thought, why am I doing that? I'm yeah. in my house in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I ran and I just did some jumping oh, in the wonderful. puddles. And it was only a few minutes. But that joy, yes. that innocent joy, yeah. isn't something we get enough of as adults. Not so I all. really recommend that people embrace that inner child when they've got the opportunity. Absolutely. If you get a little sense of that, I'll run with it. Absolutely. I remember coming here and having a sound therapy with Pete, uh -huh. a one-to-one, -one, which I, I thought was absolutely amazing. I mean, I love music. I love sound. I didn't realise how much it can affect your mind and your, mm -hmm. your well-being. But when I left here, I'd park my car at the end of your driveway. Yeah. And I did pretty much the same. I sort of looked around and I skipped all the way back to the car because I could. And that is because I felt so great, you know, and I thought, no, I'm skipping. And I, I said to my fella, you know, we'll have to go skipping one day. I'm not doing that. And I think, I really wish you would. I'll you know, come skipping with you. Oh, I absolutely love that. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, sometimes you can get a right good bounce, can't you? It's like you're almost flying. <laughs> I am sensible as well, but yeah. Well, that's the thing, actually. When I've known you, you have held lots of responsibility in different ways, mm. and you've been able to do that, as have I. Yeah. But it's about getting that balance, isn't yes. it? Um, because I think if we end up suppressing part of ourselves because there's all those responsibilities, mm. it can then end up making us feel a bit detached. Absolutely. I mean, I, I feel that um, I've been so many different versions of me mm -hmm. throughout my life. I used to always be bothered about what people thought of me. I wanted people to like me. If they didn't like me, I couldn't understand why because mm -hmm. I'm so nice. But now, <laughs> now I get it that we don't have to like each other, you know, but we just we just get on. And I've, I've had a few relationships mm -hmm. um, and I've learned something from all of them. I'm grateful for everybody I've had a relationship with. And the, the relationships haven't worked out for one reason or another, but I think a lot of that was down to me yep. as in... A, I was trying to be what I thought they wanted me to be. And then, then I exhausted myself tr not being sincere and true mm -hmm. to myself. And then when the, the real me started coming out, you know, it was a bit odd for them. And <laughs> we sort of realised, actually, no, we're going we're going in different ways. Yeah. I remember talking to... Um, oh, I'm waffling on, aren't That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. Uh, Rick Paul, who's yep. absolutely wonderful. I, mm -hmm. uh, I went to school with him. All um, right. We didn't really sort of knock about together. You know, we knew of each other. Mm -hmm. I just remember him having just loads of freckles at school. Oh, really I can't happy. imagine that. No, that's, that's how I remember. Just a big, happy, smiley face with, with freckles. Um, but I realised that he was doing the medium. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd, I've always 
known right from a young age that there's more to the world than than what we're led to believe there's so much more and I remember him coming around because I was in a bit of a bad place another relationship had ended I felt a bit lost Mm -hmm. I I didn't know what to do Um, and he came around and we were sat chatting and I said to him I says I feel like I'm here for a reason I says but I don't think I'm that important I says I think I'm more to help other people who are going to do something more important and he says, I've got two words for you, absolute, and the other word was a swear word, because that's what Rick Paul does. He says things exactly how, he doesn't pull any punches, and I love that about him. I love that about him. And when, when we'd finished um, our, our session, mm-hmm. um, he said to me, he says, if we'd have recorded this session, he says, and we'd have taken out his voice, he says, you would have heard yourself saying all the things that were bothering you and you were answering your own questions. Yep. So it, he was the he was the mirror mm-hmm. for me that came back. And after that, that session, all of a sudden, it was like, watch out, world, Josie and now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And life just got so much better because I was viewing it differently. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be constrained by society and rules and you know if there's a rule I you know if somebody says don't touch that you know my finger's going over to touch it I do that yeah I can't help it (laughs) I can't help oh the amount of times I've done that you know and probably shouldn't have but you know don't tell me not to do it because that's just a red rag to a ball Mm -hmm. but I I do feel that a lot of these interactions like with, with Rick yourself and other people that I've met through you like we went um dousing the other yes, week, didn't we? Did. we? <laughs> I mean, I want to. I want to do everything. I want to see what the world and the bigger picture has got. I, yeah. I want to be there, trying everything. Um, but it's so wonderful being around beautiful people. You know, it's the only way I can really. Just beautiful, yeah. beautiful souls that you can say anything you want, and they're not going to look at you like, oh, you're one of them, are you? Or you know, I've been called, oh, you're one of those, or yeah. people like you. And I think, what do you mean people like me? And that's where I think I feel so blessed, this community we've got. And we have yes. got a big spiritual well-being community mm-hmm. around us. And I think we're coming together more and more yeah. now. But I love it when we're all together. Because like you say, we can just be ourselves and we're just very accepting of each other. Yes. We've all our little quirks and yeah. ideas. And we all accept that, do you know what? We are where we are at this point in time, but we're ever evolving and growing and learning. Yes. yeah, yeah. And I think... That's where I sometimes struggle because I am so blessed to be around all of you wonderful people. Then when I go out in sort of normal everyday society or try and sometimes mm. interact with those people who are not of that world, yes, it can sometimes feel like a bit of a shock when there's sort of unkindness or yeah. jealousy or animosity or things like that because it's just not yeah. part of my reality. It, and yeah. how blessed are we though that it's not part of our yes. everyday reality? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I have... I have sort of been in that place where, you know, everything's so bad. And I mean, I, I've had a couple of occasions when I've thought, I just don't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people have, unfortunately, yeah. you know, due to circumstances, a lot of people are pushed that way. Um, but now I just thought, no, you know, I'm just going to love everything. And Life I, goes so fast, yes. doesn't it? And I want to embrace it all. And I make an effort to be running towards all of those beautiful, magical experiences, even if they're a bit scary or unfamiliar, Mm -hmm. because there's so many opportunities out there. Yeah, I mean, I I heard a saying that uh, the best version of yourself is is behind that door called fear. 
So, you know, you can stay this side of it and just not quite get to where you want to be. Or you can just think, no, do you know what? Throw that door open, go into it, you know, embrace it. It's, mm -hmm. you know, we, we can, whatever the universe throws at us, it'll only throw what we can deal with at that time. Absolutely. And I think sometimes that's really hard to remember when you're in a situation. Yes. Like, why yeah, yeah. have I been given this? Mm. But then if you can get through to the other side, yeah. you can look back and think, ah, oh, that makes so much sense. This had to align in this way for mm -hmm. this situation to happen or to get me where I need to be now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And being around like this, the spiritual community, I mean, I'm, I'm only just sort of integrating myself in and we're <laughs> stealth-like, I like to call myself. Um, but, the, you know, hearing the stories, the, the, you know, the experiences mm -hmm. that people have had, it's just like, wow, you know, I, I didn't realise that. And, you know part of me really would like to have a big wow moment a big wow spiritual moment do you know mm -hmm. what I mean but I've had lots of lots of little ones maybe it's not my time at the moment to yeah. have this this which is absolutely fine I'm I'm happy mm -hmm. doing what I'm doing but um but no I just but sometimes the most rewarding growth comes in those little everyday miracles yes. rather than necessarily a huge awakening or something mm. dramatic having to happen. Yeah. Because I think it charts progress over time. Yes. I, I think I'm, I, 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 I learn slowly and then it will stay in, I mm -hmm. think, yeah. But I, I mean, the, this journey, this journey is just amazing and I, I absolutely love it. And I wake up thinking, what am I going to be today? Who am I today? <laughs> you know. And that's great knowing, isn't it, that we've got that flexibility to change. Mm. And we joke in my household that every so often I regenerate. Oh. And obviously I'm constantly evolving, but then every mm. so often something big will happen in my life. And all of a sudden it's like I become a new version of myself. Wonderful. So we liken it to Doctor Who. Excellent. Um, so I've recently regenerated again and I feel like I'm in the next phase of Debbie Ison now. Wonderful. What level are you on now then? What, how many times you've regenerated? Oh, millions, I should think. It's <laughs> over and over again. But I think it's so important to recognise we've got that opportunity because so yes. many of us feel we're fixed. Yeah. And that keeps us stuck. Mm -hmm. It keeps us stuck in unhealthy relationships, bad habits, limiting beliefs, mm -hmm. places that we're unhappy. And we don't need that. No, not at all. No, we can create our own beautiful world. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't watch television well, I haven't got a television at home. If I go to my partner's house, you know, last thing at night we might put a silent witness on or something, yeah. you know, or some light-hearted something just to numb the brain. But I keep away from that. I keep away from mainstream media because it all just seems to be fear porn, yep. you know, always trying to bring people down. And I can quite happily go along in my world <laughs> not knowing what's... You know, somebody might say to me, oh, isn't it terrible what's happening over there? And I'm like, Where? Yep. You know, and I, I just think, oh, that is dreadful, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, send thoughts out. But that's it. I don't let it but control in some my ways, day. If you let that consume you, then all of a mm. sudden you're putting your energy on a situation you can't necessarily change yes. or control. Yeah. So you're much better thinking, well, what can I do within mm -hmm. my life and my immediate community around Absolutely. to help make a positive difference? Yeah. And like you say, you can do good things where you can. It might be occasionally sending some money to somewhere mm. or sending positive healing or well wishes. Yeah. So there are some things we can do to be proactive, mm -hmm. but it's not letting yourself get bogged down in that negativity, Absolutely. is it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't like negativity too much. And I mean, if, if somebody comes to me with a problem especially now my work friends they'll they'll sort of say oh I'm really sorry Joe you know I've been moaning on about me again and it's like don't worry you can tell me anything you like you know but your troubles aren't mine to carry I will listen to you and I will help you 
but you know I'm not going to go away with them thinking oh blooming neck and you know they say what a great way to be yeah that's yeah. you know and one lady the other day actually said to me she says when when I first started working here she says I felt really timid and I didn't want to stick up for myself she says but you've given me so much good advice you know and Aww. and it's almost like you could and I'm like I'm so grateful that you realize how important you are you know that mm -hmm. you won't take any nonsense from anybody and if I've been the smallest little prompt in doing that then you're welcome oh, <laughs> you know what a but, beautiful gift you are to uh, the world <laughs> you know, thank you thank you yes I am <laughs> I mean not a gift that everybody would want but, you know <laughs> No, but uh, I mean, I, I know sometimes if, um, if people, you know, in, in a bit of a bad way, that they won't want to come and talk to me mm -hmm. because they know that I am going to offer them positivity. And at that point, they're quite happy in their little yeah. well of unhappiness. Mm -hmm. They don't want me to pull them out. So they don't want to see me because they know that that's yeah. what I'm going to do. And I can't not do mm -hmm. that, you know. That's just, that's just me. So if you want some positivity, come and see me. If and you, you don't, are, you're just so positive you have positivity in abundance and mm -hmm. I think you really give that out in everything that you do now yeah. and since I've known you as well that positivity sort of then spread into other things particularly your creativity as well oh yeah I mean I do feel I think everybody is is creative mm -hmm. you know they might not realize it but I know these last few years a lot of friends that, that I went to school with they've been putting things out either poetry paintings and it's like I never knew you could do that you know and it's it's amazing that possibly because of what's what's been going on in in the world you know and people had to stay indoors mm -hmm. not everybody because like I said I don't follow rules but you know but creativity came out and I found with myself I just started um trying I'm going to say trying mm -hmm. to write songs because that's the point I was at and I would go to to my fellas with these words I say, there you go, what do you think to that? And you'd say, well, it looks like an essay, you know, yeah. and, it, you know and he's like, is this one about your dad? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, you can guess. And then I'd go the next week and he's like, this one's about your dad, isn't it? And I'm like, oh. yeah, it is. <laughs> so I learned how to structure songs and also be a little bit more cryptic with, you know, didn't make it so, so much personal about me. You know, I didn't mm -hmm. sing a song, my name's Joe and my dad's called John or anything like that. Yeah. It was a little bit more, but I can take these words, Rick will pick up the guitar, he gets melodies out of nowhere and then a song's born uh -huh. and the joy that I get from my thoughts and my words to actually sitting there in in the room rehearsing with the lads singing these songs I mean I'm sat there sometimes I've got my eyes shut and I'm and I'm singing away sometimes I forget that I'm supposed to be singing because I'm enjoying it so much but I had a notepad by the bed and I'd wake up in the night and I'd have to write something down and then I'd write something else down. And then the next morning or weeks later, when I went back to it, I think, oh, man, these are pretty good words. <laughs> who, who wrote these? You know, because it didn't feel like they were my words. Yep. It was it was really odd. And so many, must have written hundreds of songs in the mm -hmm. last couple of years. And I've been so, so blessed that um, now that we're, we're in the band um, yes. and we go out and we, we do festivals, we've done pubs and clubs, uh, we played in HMV. There are all the record stores available. I can't, I'm not just going to promote <laughs> that one. Um, but to actually say that in the last three years, I've, I'm in a band. We've released two albums that are in store. We go out and sing our own original music and the people want 
not everybody wants to listen. We're not everybody's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the people that we've, we've played and performed in front of, you can see that they're enjoying it. And I get so much back from that. I'm so grateful that they're prepared to use some of their life's hours to, to listen to our creativity. Yes. You know, and it's... I mean, the songs that we sing, I'd like to say, I am more cryptic now. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, and some of the songs, you know, are about the world and what's yes. going on. But it's all in a uplifting, powerful, you know, there might be rubbish going on in the world. And I am going to tell you about it in a song, but I'm going to make it good. You know, I'm going <laughs> to, you can switch that around. It doesn't have to be that. Mm -hmm. um, I mentioned Cathy O'Brien earlier and some of the words that she does. She's, um, I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's a wonderful lady. It, it's probably a subject that not a lot of people know about or want okay. to know about. But she, she is a survivor of um, MK Ultra mind control. Wow. Because there are, people can be mind controlled. Mm -hmm. um, and it could be on a one-to-one -one, or it could be on a global scale. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that globally there, there has been some sort of something going on with people. Okay. Um, but I, I'd written some words down. It's the first song I actually wrote and actually played a little bit on the guitar to, to learn how to, to sing the song. Yeah. Um, and it was sort of, Inspired by her, right, if you like, okay. and it was basically, you know, oh, we a broken experiment. That is the song's called that, and I sent her um, a copy of it to see what she thought, and I had the most beautiful reply. She, you oh. know, she was saying, she she's so touched that you know we're we're amplifying her voice with ours, and you know, congratulated us on it, and it's just like wow, you know, oh, that lovely. she's taken this this amazing one what she's been through. She's written books. She's she's got. A, a film as well it's called the the transformation of america and it, it says about it if, if it's something that you're interested in i would definitely go and read read her but like i say it's not for everybody but to to get some feedback from somebody about what you know something that you've created it's like wow you know it's amazing just, it is amazing yeah. absolutely another chap you might have heard of charles bronson Yes. yes. I've heard of him. Now he, when whenever I've spoken about him to other people, they say, "Oh, he's you know he's the murderer, isn't he?" And he's like, "Well, no, he's not murdered anybody. He's he's the most notorious criminal, if you like, and he's been locked up for I think it's forty eight years now. Okay. Most of them in solitary confinement. But one of the ways that he learned how to deal with it was doing art. Mm -hmm. So I I sort of was looking at some of his art, and I was thinking, "Wow, that's, this is amazing. I'm I'm going to write to him. You know, nobody <laughs> writes letters anymore." So, you know, I, I wrote, a, wrote a letter, dear Charles. Um, <laughs> Just in the same way we're talking about boundaries and interacting I know. with people. <laughs> yeah, so there we go, jumping in. But I, I drew a picture of him as well, and I'd written some words for another song, mm -hmm. um, sent it to him, and surprisingly, he wrote back. And we, we exchanged right. letters, you know, quite a few <laughs> yeah. a few letters. He was saying, you know, he, he loved the words, um, he actually gave me a phone number of one of his friends to get in touch with who was selling some free Charles scarves. So okay. I got in touch with this this chap and got some scarves, you know, to support Charlie and help <laughs> him with his release. Um, and then this chap says, oh, do you want to bring the band down? We're, we're organising this thing down in London. Okay. <clears throat> you come down with the band, you know, to promote Charlie's release. Yeah, that's great. And he's like, yeah, you'll be able to come and stay at, you know, this bloke's house and whatever. <laughs> So I said, said to Rick and I, my partner, I said, right, you know, I had this, this offer, we can go down to London, we can play this gig, you know, we're going to get some exposure uh, and we can stay, stay at this bloke's house. And Rick says, well, who's this bloke? And I says, oh, I think it's Dave Courtney or something like that. And he went, Dave Courtney? 
I went, yeah, I think so. And he says, do you know who he is? And I'm like, absolutely not, no. <laughs> and uh, apparently he was um, a big gangster. He he was friends with the crazy, organised their funeral. I mean, unfortunately, he, he passed away yesterday. Oh. Um, uh, I mean, I never met him, uh -huh. but it was sort of like... Wow! I only sent a letter, and all of a sudden, we've almost been sucked into this this gangster thing. And I think, do I want to be a gangster's mall? You know, and I think, actually, no, not 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 in this lifetime. I'll we'll leave it. So I, I sort of backed off then. So yeah, yeah unfortunately, me and Charles are no longer in touch. He doesn't why he doesn't know where I live, but you know, but you know. It, I mean, I'd, I would love it if he got out, but I, I can't see it. it's going to be any time soon. And if he does, I don't think he's going to come and visit me. But do you know what? I think that's that's the beauty of you, really, that you, you see the best in people. Mm. And I think there's that parallel, obviously, with some of the work that I do. So you know about some of the work that I do. Yes. Is I clear energies from people, mm -hmm. particularly darker energies. Yes. And I have to hold in my thoughts, in my heart, in my mind when I'm doing that work that there is that potential for goodness in everything mm -hmm. and there is that potential for change and hope and kindness and compassion. Yes. Um, I think that's what gets me through each day. Mm -hmm. I don't think there are any any lost souls, really. There is the potential in everybody. And where there's good, there's, there's going to be bad. There's dark and light mm -hmm. and, and that sort of thing. But, I mean, the work that you do, I mean... It, it sounds terrifying, you know, some, some of the things that you say, you know, the things that you see, mm -hmm. um, that you, you deal with, the, the voices when you're interacting with these entities, it's sort of like, whoa, you know, this is... But I know that you're, you're doing it with, from a place of love, and love is the most powerful force in the universe. It, yeah. it will protect you, and everyone is capable of that. And yeah. I really, really admire that in you. And if ever, oh, if ever I get myself into a situation where I think I'm going to be fearful, you will pop into my head. Aww. And because what you deal with and what you do and what you clear from mm -hmm. from people who are struggling, um, I mean, I know of an instance of, of somebody that, that you did some work on who, mm -hmm. who had some attachments. Um, and if somebody else, a, a therapist or a teacher or anybody else had, had met them and spoken to them, they might think, Oh, you know, they're, they're a bit depressed or they're a bit... They, we'll give them some tablets or, oh, they're a bit of a nutter. We'll get them locked away, yeah. you know. Whereas you can see, actually, no, it's it's not that. It's something that's attached themselves to them because they're such a beautiful... Yeah. And, and they do attract the, the dark people, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, I've, I've got another family member who has done clearing of, of negative energies right. as well. Um, and I've loved listening to her, oh, her lovely. sort of stories about it and what she, mm -hmm. she doesn't do it anymore. Um, but it, I just think it's an absolutely incredible gift, absolutely Aww. incredible gift that you've got and that you, you share it and you do it because there are other therapists that will, will only deal with the positives. They don't want the, the negatives, yes. which is... Which is absolutely fine absolutely and we do need fine. that balance. And sometimes yes. I do think, oh... Why have I got all the really yes. dark, yucky stuff that's shouting at me and swearing at yeah. me and things like that? But I have to remember to deal with that. I work a lot with beings of light. Mm. I work with that inner light within myself. And that's a real blessing yes. to be part of that. Absolutely. And you can do it. Not everybody can do it or would want to do it, no. what you do. So I am so grateful for you. Oh, I am so you. grateful for you. <laughs> 
got? Let me tell you about Betty Shine. Okay, who's you know, Betty Shine? Betty Shine, she uh, was a healer. She, okay. I think she's passed away now. I remember reading some of her books about distant healing that right. she had done. And it was one, she was one of the first sort of people that sort of got my mind thinking, oh, hang on a minute, you know, this is, this mm -hmm. is interesting. So I, I read one of her books and how she'd helped people from a distance with, with healing. At the time, uh, my two oldest children were at nursery and okay. there was a, another lady there um, and she'd unfortunately, she'd, she'd got cancer. She'd got a, a terrible cancer. Uh -huh. She'd been told it was terminal. There was nothing that they could do. She had to have a radical hysterectomy. She lost oh. her hair. Um, but there, there was a big fundraiser for her. She was mm -hmm. in the Echo. She she got a makeover on Good Morning TV. Aww. You know, a lot of a lot of the community came and they gave gave them. They went off to uh, Disneyland Paris. You know, uh, which was wonderful for them in such a dark time mm -hmm. for them. And I remember thinking, I'm going to write to Betty Shine. <laughs> like you do. There is a little bit of a theme. There is a little bit. I mean, if you haven't written a letter to somebody recently, do it because it's great. <laughs> So I wrote this letter to Betty Shine and I explained what, you know, about this lady that there was this fund for. And I, and I just said, is there any way, you know, you can you can send some prayers for her or send some healing? And I got this beautiful letter back and I really wish I'd kept it. I can't find it for whatever reason I can't find. It. But it was a beautiful letter back from Betty Shine saying, you know, thank you so much. Um, I will send some healing. Um, you don't need because I'd, I'd offered to send her some money, Betty, some money for doing it because I, I appreciate not everybody, you know, there has to be an exchange it of does, some yeah. sort. It's just how it is. But she said, no, don't, don't give me any. You put it into this fund for the for this lady, and I'll send some healing. And that was pretty much all. You know, that was it. I thought, thank you. That's that's great. A few weeks later found out that this lady's cancer had completely gone. Wow. Completely gone. She was back to normal, whatever normal is. But, you know, she mm -hmm. she's still alive today. I've, I've seen her recently, you know, oh, happy, smiley. Now, I'm not saying that it was because I wrote a letter to Betty Shine. But it I think it, I think it, that was a big, <laughs> that was a big thing that, yeah. you know, and it just, it gave me confirmation and sort of hoping that, it, it can be done and it can be done it you oh, can, it, can yeah. it, it most definitely can I've had some amazing experiences when I've been doing Reiki I don't do it enough mm -hmm. I am counting this as a spiritual kick up the bum as well I'll have Good. you know and I know <laughs> I need to, to. Hear it. yes that was my plan <laughs> but so I, I know I will do more but I've had some amazing experiences and when we were dousing the other week, I think you and Pete had had to leave to do the school run. Yes. So me and the, the, the rest of the group had, had gone to this other this other place. And at the end, we all held hands and had a little meditation. And I, I remember holding hands, everybody, and I could feel these energies coming up, up my legs. And I love, I love that feeling when my whole body just feels alive. Yes. And it just makes me smile. Mm -hmm. And if anyone was sort of walking by, they'd be looking at me thinking, <laughs> earth is she grinning like that? But it's just because it's, yes. Yes, I can feel it. I know. You mm. know, it is. Oh, it is wonderful. It's amazing, isn't mm. it? I think, like you say, there are so many different healers out there. Yes. All working in their own unique ways. Mm -hmm. But it's powerful when you recognise that you can heal yourself. Yes. And you can help to facilitate other people's healing as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And if we if we can raise our vibrations and the people around us, it's a ripple effect, and it will just raise the vibration of the world, and it will. Yeah. It will. That is my purpose, to, to replace the fear, replace it with love, and just spread that love out everywhere because we've got so much to be grateful for. 
I agree. That's mm. amazing. Yeah. So we're almost coming to the end of our podcast okay. now. So have you got any final thoughts that you would like to leave with our listeners? Um, I would just say embrace every single day. We, whether we get more than one go at this, we don't know. But in this lifetime, this, this is our chance. We are the, we are the, the lead actors in our own film, if you like. Mm-hmm. We can have whatever we want and always go for the positive and, uh, and always feel the love because it is always there absolutely yeah oh amazing yeah. oh thank, thank you, you so much for being here today. oh thank really you so much for having me well, i could sit for hours oh me too <laughs> i'm sure we will <laughs> i think this is only the first time you know because this is i know i'm on my journey yes i know i'm on my spiritual journey but i think there's more to come lovely well and i would absolutely love to have you back yes thank you. Um, it's exciting i think that's what i love about this podcast is not only is it passing that information out there and um, one of the listeners wrote in and said, Do you know, they feel like, even though they're at a distance, it's part of a community yes. of like-minded individuals. But it's capturing us at snapshots in time mm-hmm. of who we are in that moment. Yes. But we're always growing and changing and evolving. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really great to then be able to revisit ourselves at some point in the future yes. as a way of marking that progress. So yeah. I would love to have you back. It oh, would be thank amazing. Thank you. I'm looking forward to meeting the next me. Yes, me <laughs> and the too. next you as well. I can be Doctor Who's assistant. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> and to all of you out there who are listening, thank you ever so much. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Take care and bye bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe. If you would like to find out more about the therapies that we provide and the training we offer, please visit our website www.tranquil-awakenings.co.uk You can also find us on social media.